The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features ensure that you can take on any adventure. What kind of features? Well, how about the available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud? Or the standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together? How about available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone? We're always trying to think about those great spring and summer getaways, but with a car like the Hyundai Santa Fe, anywhere can be your next adventure. To learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, go to HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. To the house, This is unbelievable. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Danny Cannell, Chip Patterson, Barton Simmons, and Tom Fernelli. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Tom Fernelli. I'm Chip Patterson. You see those sirens in your feed. This is a different kind of emergency podcast because while sometimes we do this for coaches being fired, sometimes we do this for coaches being hired, a big-time injury news, or you know maybe there's a retirement. Uh, we've even done an emergency pod for Scott Cochran. I think it is the only strength and conditioning emergency pod in the history of the Cover 3 podcast. Uh, but this one in terms of uh, the college football fans – um, this is a little bit of a crossover and Tom, we heard from the listeners because the listeners wanted an emergency podcast from electronic arts, AKA EA, EA sports announcing that they are bringing back a college football video game. Now, uh, we've got a lot of pieces to get to this, including, uh, what we want to see out of it, what we're expecting, the timeline for this, which might be a little bit more disappointing by the time we get to it. Uh, but f- for starters, when you see the tease from the EA Sports Twitter account, did you even believe it was real? Uh, I was, when the news first dropped, I was actually not home. I was, I was walking the dog and I, I got home and I did the same thing I always do as soon as I re-enter my home is I went directly to my computer just to make sure I hadn't missed anything in the 35 minutes I was gone and I saw people like tweeting about the video game and I was like oh okay so it's one of those days where we're gonna like you know what they should bring back NCAA football I'm like so somebody brought this up and then it started a conversation where everybody in college football Twitter talked about the game but then I saw the tweet and I saw that it was real in chip. I don't know if I've it. I, I don't have kids, but I get the feeling that the feeling that I felt when I saw that tweet was kind of like what you saw when, when little punt in the, world. <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning on that fateful Monday in July. That was what you felt as it, we yeah. saw that. Yes. 
uh, EA Sports will bring back the college football video game. Uh, the official announcement, Electronic Arts is announcing it is partnering with CLC. It's very important. That is the collegiate licensing company, the nation's leading collegiate trademark licensing company to bring back college football video games. So will it be called NCAA football? We don't know yet. Will it uh, include teams that are actually college teams we don't know yet um i i will start i'll start here i don't care if the teams are real schools and i don't care if the players which again you know due to the ed o'bannon lawsuits where i don't even know where we stand on this legally but certainly there's plenty of evidence to suggest that those rosters in terms of height weight skills and appearance lined up really, really nicely. And that when you were playing the final NCAA football game, NCAA 14, that which was the 2013 season, if you were Florida state quarterback, number five, well, that was Jameis Winston right there. Um, I, I don't care. And I will still be excited to play it as long as we have the recruiting and you've got the dynasty mode. And the reason why I know I won't care is because I have taken uh, first name Bofa, last name Dees, Pip Chatterson, and Pip Chatterson II all into year 2023 or beyond. So three times I've taken the dynasty well past the extension of the current rosters, and the players who became beloved in my heart as I recruited them to my schools and used them to try and win Heisman trophies. Like none of that was tied to the real game. And so, you know, as we do this back and forth between, you know, what is it going to look like? Are you going to be able to be your favorite school? I know that if the game oh, gameplay, hopefully is as long as the gameplay is still good and they've got some, you know, incorporations of the, the modern offense and it reflects the college football as it exists as long as we've got gameplay, recruiting, and dynasty mode, I kind of think I'm still going to be just as fired up for it. Yeah, and I do think that while we don't know with 100% certainty what schools are going to be in there and what they're going to look like and all that kind of stuff, like we're still a couple years away from the game being back. Like they announced that it's going to be back, but they also said, you know, in interviews, it's, you know, two to three years probably before the next version comes out. So it could be like a 10 year gap between when NCAA foot 14 came out in July, 2013 and the next one comes out. But I do think that that time and the reason for the announcement and the reason they're going forward is because they're pretty confident that by the time the game's ready, the way that the winds blowing in college football with like NIL stuff, they're going to be able to use the schools. They're going to be able to use the players. They're going to be able to use anything they want to make the game as real as possible. So I do think that's going to, when, when, when the game comes out, it's going to be the same game as far as that's concerned. And I'm with you in that. What I hope is when the game comes out, they don't mess it up too much <laughs> because if like, I don't play nearly as many video games now as I used to, particularly when like, when NCAA was still coming out, there were two games that I was buying on an annual basis and playing on an annual basis. One was FIFA and the other was NCAA. 
Well, since NCAA stopped coming out, FIFA is the only one that I still buy. And I didn't even buy it yet this year. I'll probably buy it in the next few weeks once the off season settles down. But anyway, so when it's, when it's Tom plays FIFA season, yeah, see, when Tom my, plays FIFA season begins, the game, the game would always come out in like June or July. And it was always my appetite. Like I w- it would wet my appetite for the college football season. We'd go through college football and then come February, boy, I'd crank that sucker up again. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. problem is now my Xbox 360 sounds like a jet engine taking off. <laughs> I've played it as recently as this past September or October, working on Pip Chatterson II, who left Auburn to go to Tennessee. Very controversial move in the SEC. But um, it is every single time I run it, I cannot play more than one game at a time for fear of that thing overheating and just melting from the inside out. Yeah, but My fear with the game is, because we've seen with EA games, and pretty much any video game these in the last few years is like they've become far more focused on the online stuff and buying crap within the game like you know earning points that you can then use to buy like whatever cards whatever they're called like with fifa like it's called the ultimate team and you collect it you can use it to build your online team to play online and that's fine i, I understand a lot of people are into that but what made ncaa football ncaa football was not online play. It was not collecting players because you, you know they weren't real players. You like the Ross like online gaming transformed NCAA in just the way that you no longer had to edit the rosters yourself. <laughs> you, there was some kind soul out there who'd already done the rosters and you could download it and upload it and bam, it would took you two minutes instead of hours. But I just hope that they still focus on the dynasty mode because that's what made the game great is doing, taking over a school, going through the games, playing the games, recruiting and all that kind of stuff. I just hope that that's what they focus on and they don't focus on the online possibilities that they have, which I'm sure they will. I just make sure you keep the heart of the game at the center of the game. And that is the dynasty mode, whether that's online or offline, because I love the offline dynasty mode. Well, one of my first thoughts when this happened was it's like, oh man, we're going to start a cover three online dynasty. Like it's going to be us. Maybe we'll get some listeners in there. You know, we'll have a league going, but I still want my own offline dynasty where I don't have to worry about scheduling games against people. I can just do my own thing. So I hope that they keep that in mind when they bring the game back. Um, And to your earlier point, this is the quote from Cam Weber, the EA sports executive vice president. Um, we've heard from the millions of passionate fans requesting the return of college football video games. We love the energy tradition pageantry of college football. And I'm beyond thrilled to say we are back in development. We have a lot of really exciting work ahead of us and a great team that is eager to bring a game to players in the next couple of years. So when I hear in the next couple of years, I'm like, okay, so we're not going to get it next summer or this summer for 2021. We're probably not going to get it next summer for 2022. Maybe the earliest we get it is heading into the 2023 season, but you know, who knows? But this, the, the thing that is exciting about the pageantry when you, when he includes that pageantry means history, pageantry means rivalries, pageantry means something about EA's relationship with CLC makes it believe that within a couple of years, they can get the schools. And I, I go back to, Bill Walsh football had some schools that were real and some schools that weren't. (laughs) Yes. And we might have to deal with that where it's like the city name where it's the like 
Tuscaloosa elephants or something along those lines. But again, if you, if you want to do it from the dynasty mode and, and take it over, then, uh, then, then I, I will know exactly what I'm doing when I'm playing, uh, as Alabama, that is t- the Tuscaloosa elephants. How many, how many people like who grew up playing the game when the new version comes out and there's like the transfer portal implemented and they're trying to do their dynasty and it's like now instead of just doing recruiting they've got to monitor the portal and now they've got players entering the portal how many how many how many players are gonna be like i didn't sign up for this i'm going to madden okay so (laughs) glad you brought that up um there's two more things i know i wanted to make sure to get to before we get out of here one of them is uh aspects that we want to see uh, another is I want to hear your your playing style or at least your recruiting style, you know, just just your own personal flavor. But since you mentioned that right there, do you remember when players would be leaving either for the pro draft or to transfer? Mm-hmm. I just remember how um, calloused I felt about myself when I would promise them that earning their college degree was a reason to come back to school. I'm in this video game trying to use the, cause I don't want to promise them that they're going to be all conference, which is one of the options, or you could promise that they would be an all American, or you could promise they'd win a conference title or promise they'd win a national title. And based on whatever algorithm they had for the player, I'd be like, no, I don't go to the NFL draft. You want your college degree, which is not at all how I feel about players in real life. But you know, when I'm Pip Chatterson, the second really trying to make sure that we're ready to run it back next year. And it's a little bit more important. What else do you want to see? Well, transfer portal has got to be a, a, an aspect of it without a doubt. The transfer portal has got to be in. I look forward to the RPO being implemented into the game and being, you know, cause the option was always the most fun offense to run on the game. And I want to see how they're going to put in the RPO where you can, you know, run RPOs. I feel like if I'm a developer of a video game, that's probably going to be the biggest pain in the ass as far as gameplay is concerned, but I'm really looking forward to learning it. So it would, the closest they got near the end is that some of the option and zone read uh, offenses started to started to get a little bit interesting. Like they had, mm-hmm. you couldn't toggle between which of your options you were going to do, but they had a, like your wide receivers would be running a bubble screen, but you were going to hand it off. I just don't think that you had the option to be able to have, uh, just be able to switch after the snap between which of those two you were going to use. I remember when when the game had first come out and I was playing it. I was like a I had a Georgia State like dynasty going, and I was literally running nothing but read option. Shout out to Robbie Callen. Yeah, I didn't I didn't run a single other play. Like I would have my quarterback who was a mobile quarterback and my running back, and then my backup quarterback. I would make another running back, and then my backup running back was still another running back. So. I would run nothing but read option up tempo. And then when the QB got tired and was subbed out, a running back would come in his place. And it didn't matter because I was running read option anyway. I wasn't passing. So wait, am I a cheater for going fatigue off? You turn fatigue off? I turn fatigue off. I'll leave injuries on, but I'll turn fatigue off. (laughs) What the hell, man? Okay. Uh, uh, Sometimes when I get deep into a dynasty two, I won't play defense. I'll sim defense and I'll just do offense. You know, sometimes I understand simming defense because it does get to the point where your team is so good 
that you become too good. So at least when you sim defense, the computer can score against you. Oh, yeah. And when you're going on the road to play the team at the bottom of the conference and you're undefeated, the computer will get you. It'll turn it into a way more competitive game than you expect. Yeah, because like you'd get a couple years into your dynasty and it's like suddenly everybody on your defense is a 95 or better. And then the computer wasn't scoring on you. Yeah, no, I, I sim defense. Um, my, I, I have a, I don't run all read option depending on who my quarterback is. I definitely incorporate it, uh, as, as an important part of the offense, but I, uh, I really like running the ball at like five, six yards to carry. And I kind of believe that if, uh, if you can't stop it, then it's a, it's a great way to win a football game, you know, and just work the clock a little bit, especially again with the SIM defense. If you're going up against an offense that the computer has decided is just going to be lights out, dialed in, you know, wakey leaked their way to figure out all your weaknesses. Then sometimes when you're trying to close out that win, you just got to hold the ball for the entire fourth quarter and, uh, and go and punch it in right before the game ends. Another one that I just thought of now too. another uh, suggestion is maybe don't give every linebacker the greatest hands in the world. Oh, because they'll just like leap up or yeah, the elevation, all the jumping of middle linebackers, throw it over the middle and then they just one handed interceptions all the time. Anytime you're throwing a slant, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, no, that's uh, that. I I like that, though, as a a way to be able to um, level the playing field a little bit. Right. Because it's just, it's you, just frustrating. <laughs> um, when you start your dynasty, do you start on Heisman? Yeah. Okay. I, I'll admit again, I start on All-American and then I move up to Heisman once it's obvious that like we've established ourselves. But when you're taking over a really bad team, I, I'd like to be able to get the ball rolling, get to know the roster, get to feel because uh, I don't run the ball like well, with every single team. It's more of, you know, I, I take what, the personnel gives me and then I try to figure out what works best. That's why I always schedule like a couple FCS games to start. You know what I mean? Cause I'm playing on Heisman typically. And I usually start with a bad team. So it's like, I, I want to get to know my players. So I play an FCS team because I'm probably going to win that game no matter what. So again, this approach is what leaves me to believe that even if the rosters do not at all resemble the actual rosters, I will not care as long as the recruiting, the dynasty, and the gameplay is, as long as the gameplay is good. And I, I like your suggestion too about don't make, don't don't make this an in-app purchases type mm-hmm. situation. I I would love to be able to play this game and enjoy it offline at my own time with the full, with all of the game's features available to me without having to like win one-on-one online games in order to get the latest pack, right? Isn't that what they're called on FIFA? Yeah, just like, yeah, whatever. It's like they're like baseball card packs or whatever you want they are. That's really all they are. Mm, Interesting. Uh, What else is on your, uh, what else is on your wish list? What else is on your list of concerns? Uh, I don't, I mean, just get it out as quickly as possible. That's my only wish. Don't make me wait another three years. I mean, think about where the world was in July 2013 when the last version of the game came out. And now look at where the world is today. I'm not saying it's because they stopped making NCAA football, but we can't prove it wasn't. So for the good of the world, they should probably worry about getting it out as quickly as possible to save us all from ourselves. Okay, so once again, we do think that this is very serious in terms of being able to get something because 
CLC has partnered with EA Sports on this, and they are you know one of the uh, the top licensing companies in all of college sports. So we're we're headed that way, Tom. We will we will be back. We will be gaming. And we will be playing NCAA football, and we're excited about it. We will be ignoring our fans. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernell. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Tom, thank you very much. Thank you. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.